Hi, everyone. Welcome to Project Mindy, a podcast about the work of Mindy Kaling. Today, I'm joined by Indra from the Family Karma Cast podcast, and we're talking about the season three finale of Never Have I Ever called Never Have I Ever Live the Dream. Yes, exciting. I can't finale. the finale. I know. It's really exciting. Um. So I did like the song they played in the beginning and my closed captioning said it was Tamil remix song. And I meant to look up what the song was, but I did really like that choice. Yeah. It's nice whenever they incorporate South Asian music into the show. Cause yeah, it's like they should, <laughs> there's South Asians on the show and um, yeah, it's it's nice. It gives a like nice flavor to everything. And it's the last day of school, um, which felt fast because they didn't. It felt fast, but they did explain it in the show that you know time passes, and they might not. I was thinking they might not have emphasized it before because they didn't know how many seasons they were going to get. But now that they know for sure it was four seasons, they were like, okay, that's this is how we're going to split it up. Yeah, it's probably helpful to have it outlined like that. I always think about the shows where, like, they have no idea when it's going to actually end. And so, like, the storylines are sort of, like, I don't know. It's kind of like how J.K. Rowling, like, had all of Harry Potter planned out in the seven books before she started. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because sometimes a season finale will feel like a series finale. And it makes sense because they don't know if... They're going to get back yeah, again. Exactly. Okay. So the principal comes up to Davy like right when she's walking into school and okay. First I'll say what happened and then I guess I'll share my thoughts and you can too. Um, <laughs> so she says that she was nominated and accepted into what Davy describes as a fancy boarding school the exeter of the rockies in colorado and according to the principal it means that she's almost sure to get into princeton if she mm -hmm. goes and that's it's a special one-year program for seniors so this doesn't make sense at all <laughs> okay why I don't, so I was trying to look this up, but I don't think such programs exist for, especially like at an elite school. Davy's always talked about going to Princeton and you, I'm sure would apply, you know, early in the fall. Um, I just don't know how all that would work at a new school. That's a good question. They probably like have a whole, I don't know, basically the way it was depicted, I was like, this is basically just like college. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just like, this is like a comparative lit class at any college. And so it was basically just like going to college early, essentially. I understand that the point was to set up the conflict between, you know, leaving home and yeah staying with your family but I think I'm just gonna have to suspend disbelief I just think it was a rare misstep for the writers because mm -hmm. they all know 
how this works. And like, obviously Mindy Kaling knows, and I'm sure all the writers went to elite schools. So I wonder if it would have been better for me if, you know, cause we talked about Gilmore girls and Rory went to Chilton, um, the private school she went to her sophomore year mm-hmm. and it was depicted as like, you know, a better school for her and better for her to get into, you know, the college she wanted to go to, but baby's already a senior. So. Yeah. I mean, it's also weird that she like applied for her, but didn't tell her and like baby had never heard of it before. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, it is more realistic that maybe she would like go to a private school or something to like increase her chances or like join a, an extra club <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, picking up and going to some weird school in the middle of the Rockies was like, um, yeah, it was a choice. <laughs> I guess I, I didn't really mind it or like think about it. But now that you're mentioning it, it's like, yeah, that is kind of weird. Well, she would have, I mean, I assume she would have had to do like an interview or something and, you know, maybe write an essay. And like, what exactly did the principal submit? I, yeah, I don't know, like a recommendation. I was also thinking like, I don't know what your high school experience was with like guidance counselors, but like mine were absolutely useless. Like they they, like didn't know anything about what I wanted to do. Like I'd have like one meeting with them and then it was basically like, tell me about yourself so I can write you a recommendation letter for college because like some something needed to be from like the guidance counselor's office. Otherwise they literally helped me not at all. And here's like the principal being like, remembering that like Princeton is her first choice and like all this stuff. I'm like, this is like really individualized attention and it's great, (laughs) but I don't know how realistic that is either. Well, it's still not clear what kind of school Sherman Oaks is like I've definitely read at certain private schools like starting in ninth grade like your counselor will will start working with you on like where you want to go to school and like here's you know the roadmap we're going to use to get there but oh yeah it was like Sherman Oaks is a really good public school like we talked about but then also it's like trash so yeah I don't yeah I mean the way that the way that it was compared to like the school that does went to as being like bottom of the barrel. I'm like, this is unrealistic that she would be getting so much attention and like uh-huh. support in this way. <laughs> it would more, um, I think be like to someone like Paxton who, you know, did not have the grades at all. And yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think to go with it, I'm just going to have to, just say okay that's how they set it up and okay (laughs) yeah exactly um but this this uh the school and how she felt about it to me was so similar to Gilmore Girls which I think if you didn't I mean I know you've seen it but maybe if you didn't watch it in high school like you might not have thought about it in the same way yeah I actually like forgot about that piece of it um But yeah, like, 
attending a class and being like, wow, like people care about being smart here. And <laughs> like that exact same thing happened to her. So yeah, I just like, it's kind of like, well, people do care about being smart at Sherman Oaks too. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know, like all the stuff about like, I actually fit in here. I'm like, two seconds ago, you were just like sitting with the most popular guy and his friends, like chatting in the student lounge. Like, I don't know that you don't really fit in at Sherman Oaks. Like, that whole narrative I'm realizing is, like, had some holes in it. (laughs) It kind of made sense in the beginning when it seemed like it was just her friends who were, you know, kind of the weirdos. But, I mean, Eleanor's dating, uh, you know, a popular guy. and yeah. You know, Anissa's more secure in herself, so. Like, at a real high school with this dynamic, she would not be anywhere near those people (laughs) if she was actually, like, an outcast. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. I felt like some of the development that's happened this season was sort of not ignored, but just, like, I don't know what the word is to describe it. Yeah, like not thought through (laughs) completely or just kind of like I don't know it felt like it doesn't really matter but like I can still enjoy the show but it 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 is a little bit like in one scene you're sitting with the most popular kids and then the next you're like talking about what a dweeb you are yeah so that doesn't compute for me but maybe that's just me No, no, no. It was definitely. So I kind of uh, looked around for this. It's really not talked about that much on the internet. Um, But there's, um, I was on Reddit and there's a lot of non-American viewers, I guess, because it's on a lot of international Netflix, um, Mm -hmm. which is not the same like for all Netflix shows. And so people were asking like, is this a normal for American schools? And people from the U.S. were like, no, it's not like something that's done just for senior year. But um, maybe because there are so many foreign viewers that like didn't. um, I mean, boarding school is a thing. So maybe that's kind of what this was. It totally made sense if it was a few years ago. I just for senior year. No. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't if I were her like. I wouldn't want to go either, you know, like just from a purely social, um, yeah, consideration. I mean, it's far away. Yeah, it's in like the middle of nowhere, like in the Rocky Mountains, like that's far for sure. And like trying to do that, like when you had all these, like, without even knowing, I mean, it's just so unrealistic that, like, she would have no part of the process until she was already accepted. Yes. So then she talked, I I'm also have been a little confused about Ben and his, like, wealth and obsession with academics, because he was, he sort of made fun of the school and said, like, it's for hippies and you know I wouldn't need to go there but then when she said she wasn't going to go there he was like oh my gosh you have to it's such a great opportunity yeah well he kind of explained that right he was like oh I was just like I like actually I'm jealous but (laughs) I was trying to act like I wasn't 
So I, I thought he would be more jealous, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it seemed like he was, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was picking up on more jealousy than you were. Um, I think it might have have to do with like a few episodes ago he would have, but now he's like Zen Ben, so. That's true. He is Zen Ben. (laughs) Ben seems like someone who would want to go to Dez's private school. Definitely. That's true. Like, and he obviously has the money too. So that is a little confusing. Or maybe the, like, maybe the school's really far away and it, like, wouldn't make sense for him to go, like, based on where he lives. I mean, Sherman Oaks is, like, a pretty nice area. Like, I'm yeah. sure there's, I mean, if not that school. Like, Anissa was described as going to a private school also. She was? I can't remember that. Because she, but... she was at private school and that's where she developed an eating disorder and then. So oh, she yeah. Heard. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I think we can agree that, like, all of the schools in that area seem like they're pretty high performing. Yes, definitely. Um, okay, I guess we're just, we'll just go with it. I'll try not to bring <laughs> it. <laughs> uh-huh. So first, Davy's like, no, I don't want to go. She's very invested in, like, doing senior year and senior year with her friends. And, um, but then... We get Ben saying, you know, it could be cool. So, like, little doubts are sort of coming into her head, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, maybe I should consider it. Maybe it is a good opportunity. And then she's talking to her friends, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you can't leave. But we also find out that both of them have lost their virginity recently. Yeah, well, the thing with Fabiola was kind of like, whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, yeah, great. Yeah. I'm glad she's, you know, I, I wish we could have gotten more scenes with Addison. I know. Yeah. We didn't really get to know Addison, but maybe we don't really need to, like, as a side romance anyway. Yeah, I'm I sure guess... next season we'll learn more. It would make more sense if they went, if they were at the same school, but. Mm, yeah. And, Davey, what is wrong with losing your virginity in college? She's like, ugh, I don't want to be that person. I know. I'm like, this must be, like, just a different thing. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Because, like, I, I don't know. I feel like when I think back, I'm like, I wonder how, what percentage of my high school class, like, had, had sex before going to college. I don't and I feel like it must have been like significantly less than half. Yeah, I feel like half at the most. At the most. I mean, like, I really don't even think that that, like, no. I feel like it was like more rare than it was normal. Um, There was also a big thing on the sex lives of college girls where um, the characters who did not have sex in high school were like really wanted to in college and that's like when they plan to so yeah um and that that felt like semi-realistic to me yeah I mean where are you gonna do it and there's so many logistics there's so many (laughs) logistics I know especially like 
yeah I'm like well Davey part of it is that your mom like won't let you have a boy in your room without the door open (laughs) so there's yeah that's a logistical um hurdle I would say so my friend texted me and she was like why don't they ever show Davey like studying this year she's always like hanging out with guys and I was like well they did show her a little bit but it's true that they didn't as much as past seasons yeah I mean it's like I think we know now that she's like into set into school and she like is a good student so there's so much other stuff they need to cram in I understand not including that as much and we talked so much last episode about like what's going on with Trent like is he gonna get a job like oh yeah I know I felt so silly and then I was like well why can't he go to like he doesn't have to go to like like I said like he could just take some classes at community college you know part-time or something or so I don't want to like I know college is like not for everyone but it just seemed especially like we've talked about at that school that he would sort of be pushed into something well isn't the thing that he like failed 12th grade so he has to repeat it um well no I meant before because we don't find that out until later and then oh yeah and Eleanor's like I think she said Buca de Beppo is looking for a I know. <laughs> well that was like oh my gosh for those of you who watch Real Housewives yes. like please uh remember when Dorit's entire storyline in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was decorating a room in a Buca de Beppo. <laughs> and no one thought it was, I mean, some people thought it was ridiculous, but they were like, oh, wow, that's such a great opportunity. Oh, my God, that they were they were saying that through their teeth, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean. I I think part of why they didn't mention him like having the opportunity to go to community college maybe was because in the background he's like failing all of his classes. Yeah, yeah. So they know that he can't graduate anyway. Well, I was sort of interested in Eleanor's perspective because her two best friends seem to be really into school and really academically focused that I thought maybe she would kind of be pushing Trent into like... Yeah. Something... Um, but I didn't, I mean, like, it's great that I think it's maybe typical of like younger relationships where you're almost like sort of babysitting your, you know, boyfriend sometimes, mm-hmm. like giving him applications to Buca de Beppo and stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, she shouldn't have to do that. I think she knows Trent's limits <laughs> in terms of what he wants to do and what he can do. She's a very good girlfriend. She is. And very she's like, and also it's like, you know, you always hear about those like high school couples that like the thought of breaking up before going to college is like the worst thing ever. And they're like, we're going to be the couple that lasts and all of that stuff. And then inevitably they break up <laughs> anyway. But like, so, like, her, like, wanting to hold on to the relationship for as long as she could, like, that seems pretty realistic to me. Yeah, because I don't think we have a couple like that on the show. No. Um, 
so okay so this was my thing that I I was trying to say that the writers are realistic and know what's going on in school because Paxton got voted to speak at graduation and Fabiola had a very important line like wait why doesn't the valedictorian speak like at other high schools yeah Um, but yeah that's what happened so I mean the writers know that much yeah, they definitely. I mean, obviously, like, yeah. And and he does, like, pass it off to the valedictorian, I guess, in his speech. That was so great. Like, it did not expect him to do that at all. No, and but then, then I was also thinking, like, Brenda Kang looks so cool and calm and collected. Like, if I had to get up and give an impromptu speech, <laughs> like, not knowing that like not preparing anything, I would be annoyed. Okay, so I was hoping that he had told her before. Well, maybe that's what's going on because she looked very like happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think. That would be truly awful. And like ruin all of his character development to be like, okay, here's... (laughs) Yeah, here you go. You've had no time to prepare, but... (laughs) Also, usually the speech has to be approved and the... Oh, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, I remember that. And the principal even said, when they showed a flashback, like, okay, well, we're going to have to get approval from now on because someone talks to, talked about men's rights or something. <laughs> that was funny. Were you the valedictorian? No, I wasn't. I wanted to be. I was like number five. Oh, man. Who was it? Oh, someone I didn't like, but we didn't really have like a Ben's. <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh, also like she really wanted to be a valedictorian. Like she and Ben were like fighting about class rank. So yeah. So we'll see. That'll definitely be in season four. Um, so yeah, as we know, Paxton would be the speaker cause he was voted and, I guess um, everyone, <laughs> he got voted most likely to succeed at hotness, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> I know, that was hilarious. I love when the three, okay, so the three mean girls, are they called Hot Pocket? Uh, yeah, when Davy said that, I was like, when she was like, no Hot Pocket, I was like, what is that? But I think that's what she was referring to. Well, they mentioned it another time, and I didn't know what they were talking about. But then one of the girls who plays um, Carly, I don't remember the actress's name, but she had the hashtag Hot Pocket at some of her pictures or like Hot Pocket Uh, or something. So that's how I guessed. But we don't know how the nickname was created. Well, uh, one other thing was like when Ben started calling Davy David, like... Was that, like, introduced last season, or did he just start doing that this season? I thought he did it the first season sometimes. I guess I just forgot about that, because, like, the first time he said it, I was like, did he say baby incorrectly, or, like, (laughs) and then I was like, oh, no, he's actually calling her David. I don't think he said it at all last season. Yeah, it kind of seemed, like, out of nowhere, but they really, like, hit it hard this season. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I thought, like, maybe, was he trying to say she was, like, manly or something? And 
Somebody yeah, I don't, I don't remember the origin, but it's definitely, I think coming up with like a nickname for your like frenemy is like definitely a flirting move in high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> as opposed to calling them like bitch or something. I mean, yeah. I say, but <laughs> or you, like you're... loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And the mean girls say that he should do a sexy dance. And I was like, how would that even work? Oh, my God. That would be so awkward. I'm really glad he did not do a sexy dance. I mean, he's wearing, like, the a robe that is so unflattering to everyone. I guess he could do, like, a strip tease. <laughs> that reminds me of the Mindy Project when Danny does, like, his... Oh, life. my God. Perfect. So the principal has informed Melanie about this and she is, I think it's appropriate that she was very excited that Davy should get this like such high honor. Um, but I thought she'd be more worried about her going to Colorado. Well, she did seem, she was worried. She was like, no, I'm not ready to let her go. Like- yeah. I don't think it's a good idea. That was kind of her first reaction. So I do think there was a little bit of like parental, like, I don't know. Well, what did you think about Kamala going to Melanie and saying, well, you should reconsider because it was so great for me to come to Caltech and be away from my family? Yeah, I thought that I actually liked that they put that in because I think that's actually like a pretty, that probably rings true for like a lot of, Um, South Asian American immigrants who have come to this country like I imagine a lot of them feel that way Um, and so I think it's realistic that she would be like yeah this is a great opportunity and she should definitely do it like without a doubt Um, I agree with you but baby's just so young like Kamala is what at least 25 when she came here to do her PhD yeah, I mean, there is that. Like, I always think about, like, my dad left India when he was 16 to, like, oh, 16. start his wow. degree. So I'm like, but Kamala's of a different generation than that. So um, I don't know. I mean, like, it is, it is, it is kind of just like a boarding school and a lot of kids do that. So I, I think I'm trying to, like, think about it that way. Um you know, it's obviously like they went to see it and she felt like she would be supported and taken care of there. Otherwise, yeah. she would have been okay with it. Um, I always love the flashbacks with Mohan. And she said that the other moms were so mean to her when she brought Korma to the potluck. I know. My gosh. I like when he was like, let's go sign them up for a lot of spam. <laughs> <laughs> it's like signing. I feel like. I forget in the flashbacks that it's still not that long ago. Like he wouldn't say, let's sign them up for junk mail. Like, which would be in a flashback for my parents. No, like, I mean, yeah, it probably, it would have been like late, definitely after the year 2000, probably closer to 2010. Yeah. Yeah, I guess also I forget that they're not that old. Like, I wonder. No. Like, 40? If that? 
Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so then Davy and her grandmother are watching Squid Game, and Patti says, like, they better not kill off the Indian character. I didn't watch Squid Game. Me neither. I, I, I thought it was all, like, Korean people. So did I. But I, I maybe not. I don't know. I... I know it was like all the rage, but I've heard it's like extremely violent, and I don't know. I just can't like bring myself to watch it. That's why I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, maybe it's like people of all cultures on the show. I don't know. Well, I guess that's not what I've seen in the little like, you know, when you're on Netflix and like, you don't click yeah. on anything, but the, you know that part. It shows you like a little preview of something that's like. You might want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that from that. Um, when Davy is talk to, talking to Dr. Ryan, I really like the advice she gave about like, so there was a dream sequence in the trailer and people kept wondering like, when is this going to come up? And it was very short. It was Davy in some kind of like long dress. And Dr. Ryan was talking about all of Davy's like big dreams when she was, you know, a freshman and it was, you know, date the popular guy and, mm-hmm. you know, go to Princeton. And we were all wondering, like, what is that from? And it turns out it was just from like, you know, a random scene. Yeah, it's a good lesson in how trailers can be very misleading. So misleading. Um, yeah, good advice, though. I always like her. I really hope there's another scene with her and Melanie, though, like, giving her advice or something. Yeah, I, that would be, that would be nice. So then they go visit the school. Was, is it the, it's the last week of senior year? Uh, it's the last day. Oh, yeah, wait, no. Um, yeah, it's like the end of school. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, I guess it was like the weekend or something. Maybe she did say this weekend. Mm, yeah, I can't remember. And they made it, it they had talked about before that it was like hippie and, you know, crunchy or whatever. And um, apparently they call the teachers by their first names and the teacher was wearing a Patagonia vest, which I was like, okay, that's definitely <laughs> Colorado. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. It felt, again, it felt very much like it felt like Oberlin where I went to college. <laughs> like, Did you guys have classes at the live? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Like I had many classes where we would go outside and, and sit in a circle and talk. So this was so much like the, in season two, I think of Gilmore Girls, they take a road trip to Harvard and Rory sits in on a class and she raises her hand when the teacher um, asks a question and she like actually knows, you know, what they're talking about. It was very Mm -hmm. similar to baby like answering a question and, you know, everyone kind of being interested in it and after that 
scene where it was like, oh my gosh, I love Harvard. I can't wait to go here and stuff. Yeah. It was very similar. Yeah, definitely kind of like formulaic um, in that way. Like, oh yeah, I am good enough to be here. And you get this like jolts of energy from people thinking that you're smart. (laughs) Which is sad. I want her to like always have that. Yeah, I know, definitely. I mean, she clearly thinks she's smart, but I think it was the first time she'd been in, like, a situation where, like, there were people who were, like, maybe smarter than her. Oh, like Des. Yeah. <laughs> um. So now she does decide to go there, and she's telling her friends, and she was like, well... Eleanor you have Trent and your agent which I forgot about Mm -hmm. and Fab has Addison and they were like well even though we're in relationships we're still gonna miss you yeah I know but she had a point kind of like you're gonna have other stuff going on anyway and I'm not dating anyone and you'll be fine (laughs) I'll visit we didn't talk about Eleanor's outfits this season, I don't think, did we? Oh, no, I don't think so. And honestly, I ha- I haven't paid a lot of attention to that. I didn't either, except for the next scene was them at graduation, and she was wearing this really cool top and, like, very colorful. And then I went back, and, like, apparently there were, like, some things about her wardrobe this season and how kind of dynamic it was but like you I didn't really notice yeah like that's something people have been paying attention to and then so Trent came to graduation which looked like it was held in you know the auditorium or something but wasn't dressed in his cap and gown and um and apparently he failed senior year and has to repeat it yeah Which is, you know, not a big surprise. (laughs) I'm surprised he hasn't failed other grades, but maybe he just went hard with failure senior year. Maybe on purpose because he didn't want to leave. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a little bit of a, like, holding on to the dream. (laughs) Which, uh, yeah, doesn't always go well for people, but we'll see. Um. I did think it was cute where he was like, didn't want to tell you, you know, I wasn't, I I can't remember if he said like, I knew you'd be upset or something, but Mm -hmm. she has this huge grin on her face and she was like, now we can have another year together. And I was like, Oh yeah, exactly. And again, like I said before, I think that's like kind of on brand with like a high school relationship where you're like, so afraid of them, like leaving and the relationship ending. Just postpone it. Yeah, I'm probably overthinking it, but I wonder if some of that has to do with Eleanor's mom leaving. So she, like, you know, likes the idea of having someone around. Oh, yeah, that's, like, deep. (laughs) Well, because I just thought it was a little surprising that she was like, this is so great. And not even, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah, but... Yeah, it was cute anyway that she was excited. And now we know Trent is going to be in next season. Yes, for sure. Um, Paxton gives his speech and gives a shout out to Davey about helping him study. And, 
you know, don't let a label define you. I thought it was a pretty good speech, actually. Yeah, it was. It was short. It was to the point. It, like, gave Davy a shout out without, like, explicitly naming her. Um, yeah. And I thought it was, like, I thought it was nice how they were, like, oh, or the how John McEnroe was, like, how come she's not feeling, like, those butterflies or whatever that she should be? Because um, her feelings have changed. What? <laughs> And then afterwards, Davy tells Ben she is going to the new school, and he admits he's going to miss her. I know. That was cute. That was like a definite moment. I didn't catch it on the first uh, time I watched the episode, but Paxton comes up and he's like, oh, little D. And then to Ben, he's like, medium B. Oh, I miss. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um. Because I kind of forgot they're friends now. Yeah, that was one kind of like thing that came out of the Ben episode. Yeah. I had, so Ben walks away and I have to say, I definitely saw Ben as like a high school kid. Like, you know, I wasn't like, I didn't think he was super hot, not in a bad way, but like, he's just young, but Mm -hmm. he just looked very mature in that scene walking away. And I was like, oh, wow, he looks adult. Was it his hands in his pocket? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that was that it? Is that like a sexy thing? I I don't know, but it's definitely like I noticed that when he walked away and I was like there is something kind of like why is that like attractive when men I, do that? Okay, <laughs> I I couldn't put my finger on why he did look more attractive in that scene and like adult and now like yeah, maybe that's what what it was. I want to know what other people think. He also has very beautiful eyes, which I didn't notice before either. Like, very blue, like, big eyes. Yeah, that's true. I mean, how old is that actor? He's 21, according to Wikipedia. Well, I think he's cute. He's cute. So I think he he went to USC, I think, and I think he had maybe just graduated college or still in college when... The show started oh oh so then he must be like older than that no i feel like it said he was 21 now how could he be 21 now if he graduated three years ago i don't know <laughs> That's okay apparently sense. oh he wow he filmed never have i ever while being a full-time student at usc oh my gosh wow that was possible well so he's like actually, I mean, USC is a great school. He's yeah. actually smart. Do uh, we know what he studied? Uh, a degree in psychology with minor in forensics and criminology. Oh, wow. Maybe he's going to become like a true crime dude. Uh, play detective on something. Mm, mm-hmm. But as opposed to Paxton, Davy had stomach knots when um, Ben said he's going to miss her. Yeah, which is cute. It was really nice when Paxton said he probably wouldn't be going to college without Davy. That's like a big deal. Um, that is a big deal. Totally. Like, 
the fact that he like mentioned her and her like made his whole speech about her essentially <laughs> yeah like, a big deal it's a big deal do you think everyone knew who he was talking about no no <laughs> i i don't know yeah no i doubt it i'm like thinking about those like stupid girls the hot pocket yeah. <laughs> and them just being like totally oblivious i wonder if you know they were thinking of reasons why he'd be why he would be with her and he was like you know she was dying she's a slut and then i thought maybe mm-hmm. some of them were saying like oh she's for him and that's why oh yeah definitely. didn't someone say that i thought they did, did they? but maybe not no i they might have did. just invented that in my mind it definitely makes sense that someone mm-hmm. would think that because they know she's you know very smart i think she has that reputation yeah um i i don't know i i guess i didn't I was surprised when Davy told Paxton that he helped her get through the death of her dad. Yeah. I didn't really pick up on that until she said it. So I guess I'll believe her. But yeah. <laughs> it's not that was sort of weird. I felt like it was a little out of play. I didn't know that. I mean, I guess they do have a whole part in the, in the, in this season where it's like she's forgotten to like even think about her dad because she's happy oh okay and part of that is like dating Paxton Um, so maybe that's what she meant but like it's not like they had any like deep conversations about it or maybe they did and I forgot if they if they did, oh my god, my friend is texting me about watching Industry, this HBO show. Oh yeah, Patrick's been watching that. Oh my god, it's very okay. So someone said it's like Succession meets Euphoria. Um, oh god, it's very that. It's very sexual. Um, is it it's good? Fun. Do you like it? I really like it, but it's uh, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a lot of finance terms that I don't quite understand because it takes place on like a trading floor. Yeah. So I have to have my husband next to me, like telling me what everything means and if it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got the sense that like if the show is doing its job that you don't necessarily even need to know what that stuff means to enjoy it. It's not doing its job then. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing most of the time. Um, yeah, but sorry for that audio interruption, everyone. My friend's really excited about it. Um, uh, what was it? Now I'm thinking about, oh, okay. So yeah, you're right. They didn't really show him talking about, um, her dad, but then I was thinking like her dad is always that person that they showed, like giving her, um, like compliments and stuff that she might not get from Melanie. Not that her mom isn't great, but like, you know, like maybe she doesn't it doesn't show affection that way. Um, But he was like, no, you're, you know, you're great. You should like yourself and, you know, making her feel attractive and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That could definitely be part of it. And he tells her to visit in Arizona. So maybe we'll see that next season. Yeah. I mean, they can't, they can't, like Paxton cannot be gone. He's so central. Yeah, he's, like, from the very first episode, he's been, like, someone she wanted, so. Yeah, we can't, we can't let him go that easily. 
Um, oh, it like it did make me sad when his dad was giving Paxton's dad was giving him a hug and talking about how he was so proud of him and Davy was standing right there. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I yeah, that is really sad. I actually teared up when I saw that. And it's so true. Like especially if you are a girl, like your dad's like the relationship you have with your dad is really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then she's walking home and she's thinking about her relationship with her mom and she decides that she wants, she doesn't want to go away to school because she wants to be with her mom for another year. Yeah. Which totally makes sense. Like, yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons why someone junior year who didn't even know they were being <laughs> <laughs> like put up to be at the school would be like, uh, no, I don't want to leave, including like, I don't want to leave my mom. I did think there was just kind of some whiplash in this episode. It was like, I'm not going, I'm going, I'm not going, I'm going. Like, yeah, a lot of back. I mean, that's probably like it happened so quickly because the episode is short, but I feel like that's a pretty realistic like thought process though about a big decision like that. Well, yeah, and definitely for a teenager to feel one day one thing mm-hmm. and they change. Um, there was a tweet I saw um, to that Mindy Kaling responded to. I think it was a famous person, and that's why she responded. Um, but she was saying that she watched the show, like binge the show, like the day before she was going to be dropping her daughter off at college. And that scene where she says, I want one more year. Like I need more mm. time with you. They were crying. and Like that resonated with yeah. her. Um, yeah, definitely. It's really hard. Like sending your child off, you know, what a huge deal. And it's, like, that time of year, like, there's a lot of um, colleges where I live now and, like, all the students are moving in and, mm-hmm. and freshman orientation and stuff. So good timing yep. for that scene. Definitely. It, um, it reminded me of – Mindy's talked about how close she was with her mom and how – she wanted one more year with her mom or like Davy's saying she wanted one more year with her mom because, you know, nothing's guaranteed in life. And they learned that from her dad's death. Um, Remember I said that there was, um, I think I was actually, I think it was in Marie Claire. It was the one where I told you that Mindy Kaling said she doesn't mind if people think BJ is the, yeah, her kids. So in that article um, she talked about her mom dying and like, she said it was like two years of like agony or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the right word. And I don't know how she was doing her own show at the same time. Cause it happened right before the Mindy project. Like, Oh really? Oh, I thought it somehow I thought like she died when she was in college or something. Oh, I didn't realize it was like no. that far into her career. Okay. She, I think maybe in one of her books or an article, she said that while she was like in the hospital with her mom is when she found out the Mindy project was being um, picked up by Fox. 
Wow. How yeah. ironic. Jeez. Yeah. Um, also, I had forgotten that the Mindy Project ran on Fox. <laughs> it was only for it was for a few years i'm not sure how many and then it got canceled and then it was picked up by hulu okay yeah that's what that's happened. why um, um yeah no that's that's really sad and and i imagine like making this show is like in a lot of ways like a tribute to her mom and her memory and stuff you know well, I we were talking about how she works so much and she's described as a workaholic. And it mm-hmm. made when I reread this, I was like, okay, then maybe it makes sense that she was working so much after her mom died. Yeah, yeah, to stay busy and like not focus too much on being sad. And that's, I mean, work is a really good distraction for any kind of sadness but you know what made me sad in the article is she was talking about going to therapy after her mom died and she said it's actually been really good for her mental health to um it's been good for her mental health because to not be on camera because she doesn't have to deal with the comments about people talking how unattractive she is oh god so sad that is really sad and like also what the fuck everybody like <laughs> Mindy is so pretty and she's so she's totally attractive like oh god and yeah. we've talked about how like oh it'd be so great if she would guest star on this show but like maybe that's why she doesn't want to yeah I mean I remember in her first book like her talking about like the whole her like daily schedule of like getting up super early and like getting makeup and hair and everything done and like even just that is probably like a relief not to have to go through that every single day, you know? Yeah. To like act and direct yourself. Yeah. I feel like she, like she's, she always posts a lot of selfies and stuff, but she's been doing a lot lately. And I mean, she's definitely really done up and all of that, which also requires like getting your hair done and all that too. So I don't know, but maybe it's less pressure when it's just a picture and you're not actually acting. Yeah, and I mean, you can, and we can debate about how great filters are for self-esteem or whatever, <laughs> but she can do, she never looks like overly done up, but I could tell she has. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm so I bad can, at spotting that stuff. I can tell because she has, I am a similar skin tone to her, and mm-hmm. she doesn't always, I can tell when she's using a filter to like, not lighten her skin in a bad way, but just like brighten it a little bit. And I guess after there's no, yeah, right after the scene where she, or I guess, okay, actually she's in her bedroom after she decides not to go and talking with her mom and John McEnroe does that voiceover where he's like, well, maybe one thing hadn't changed. And she reaches into her pocket and sees that little piece of paper that Ben gave her. Mm -hmm. And the next thing we see is him at her house Wait, her at her his at, house. Yeah, and gives him the one free boink paper. Yeah, and he's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> Is it bad that I felt like, oh, he like immediately has a boner? <laughs> oh, he definitely, yeah. I think for sure. Um, oh my God. But all we see is the door close. So do you think they did it? Well, you see them kissing or starting to kiss too. Yeah. Um, 
But they didn't full-on kiss before the door closed. No. I mean, I'm going to assume that they round some bases, but maybe they don't go all the way. That's what I think, too. But maybe they do. Who knows? I feel like they'll probably start the next season, like, with the school year started. So, like, the summer would have gone by. Yeah, that that's how they've done every one, other one, right? Yeah. Or no, there was there was one where it was like slightly before school, I feel like. Um but yeah, I think um I thought it was like very forward of Davy to do that. Yeah, I just I I'm awed by her confidence. I know. <laughs> I'm like this is who I wish I ha- I was <laughs> in high school. So I remembered that she did do the same thing to Paxton very early um, in the series where she was like, well, you have sex that's true. Yeah, I know. I kind of want to like go back and watch it all again. I think some people were doing that after they finished this season. Yeah. My oldest brother got roped into watching it because as I told you, my nephew binged the whole thing. Yeah. And so, like, my brother started watching it, too, and he, he liked it. And so he, like, went back to watch other seasons. And he texted us during season two. He's like, damn, Davey's, like, pretty terrible this season. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, she was kind of awful last season. I'm glad that she was, like, more likable this season. And she got along with her friends better. Yeah, for sure. There was less of the, like, anger drama with her. I feel like the biggest thing was when she threw the iced coffee at Des, which was, like, kind of warranted. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was the only, like, physical thing we, we saw her do, I think. Yeah, like, the whole narrative about her, like, being excessively angry was, like, kind of not a part of this season. I which so- makes sense because she's, like, evolving from, like, the initial hurt of her father dying and stuff like that. The one thing I was surprised by in a good way is that when um, Reese Witherspoon's son was, like, using her dad's racket, I thought that would have been a really, like, um, like normal time for her to, like, throw something at him, and she didn't. So I thought that was gross. Yeah, I liked how it, like, it, it turned into her being upset that, like, she had even forgotten that 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 existed it wasn't like necessarily what had been done it was more like the larger picture around what was going on yeah well something that I didn't really notice until I saw criticism of it after about the whole season is that there wasn't a ton of Anissa like in the later half yeah you mentioned that like on one of our other recaps and I actually when she like popped up for a second this episode I was like oh yeah like we haven't seen Anissa like at all in the past couple episodes which is a bummer because I really like her I like her too hopefully there'll be more next season um uh, I'm trying to think of anything else like about the season as a whole it just already feels like just so much happens yeah it's um but that's what I like about the show is it moves quickly through plot points and like she essentially like has romantic endeavors or rendezvous with three different guys this season. Yeah, that's which a is like deal. kind of you know within one year like that's a lot. It's a lot for anyone. 
I know, like even in college or beyond, <laughs> you know, to have like actual boyfriend and yeah, like actual mm-hmm. relationships. And I, I mean, I guess with Ben, it's just like a hookup so far, but you can see where it's going. Yeah, I think they could move fast just because they've known each other for so long. Yeah, I have to say, like, I think I, I've said when we recapped last season that I was team Paxton, but I think I'm team Ben now. I think she's kind of outgrown him. Yeah, Paxton's just not that deep. <laughs> I mean, he's not stupid for sure, and he's not mean, but no. he's also... I like seeing him validate her this season by telling her that what he liked about her and things like that. And I think that was all I needed to see. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, they're not the best match, though. Like, her and Ben definitely are. But they could be good friends. Maybe that's... Oh, yeah. And I think that's kind of the vibe with them is they're buddies. Yeah. Which is cute. He's using the, like, cute nickname he gave her before they were going out. Exactly. Like, yeah. I I think if, like, it doesn't return to a romantic thing with them, like, that would make sense and it would be, it would be good. Um, I wonder what we'll see for Nalini next season. Because this was, like, very focused yeah. on like, her friendships. And I saw your meme about yeah. Colin. And I 100% agree. Where the fuck did Common go? <laughs> well, I mean, I they didn't talk about her. Like, I think after the end of last season, she was like, I'm not ready to date. Which, okay. But they could have, like, shown him in the office or something. Like, he could have taken a day for, I don't know, what know. other projects he's working on. I feel like <laughs> it's kind of a trend now where, like, he was sort of the extra person in her narrative last season and this season it was Raya and like next season I thought maybe there was going to be like a little romantic thing with the teacher at the Colorado school for a second I did not see that but that would have been fun like a weekend hookup I don't know I I thought I saw them making eyes at each other but maybe not (laughs) (laughs) I'm always looking for something like that when I watch stuff because I'm a true lover of romantic stories and comedies. I really thought Um, they were going to go there with Raya. She really seemed like she was flirting with her in the beginning. Raya was flirting with Melanie. Oh, wait, you thought that they were going to have a relationship? I don't I just thought Raya was really flirty and I thought like that's, I was like, they're spending so much time together. I wonder if, you know, like I thought like maybe that was a reason is, I don't know. That's interesting. I could definitely hear the show going there, but I don't know. Um, I mean, it's going to be a big year for Nalini, right? Like her daughter is leaving the house and uh, so getting prepared for that. And maybe she'll like move back to India. Um Maybe, who knows? I hope that it's some sort of romantic thing, though. Me too. I'd like to see her be with someone. Um, I think they're going to show Kamala towards some kind of thing also. I don't know about marriage, but like, you know. Yeah, maybe they'll get engaged or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Mr. K is great. I don't want him to go anywhere. 
yeah, I hope it is with him because we've seen, you know, her go from like this, like her second boyfriend. So um, I don't know where she is in her schooling. No, that's unclear. And I guess who cares? (laughs) I mean, we had that storyline with the lab and stuff, so... But he's great casting. I mean, the cast of the show continues to be excellent, I feel like. Um, and yeah, I'm I like they've already filmed it, so you know, someone somewhere knows what's gonna happen. I can't wait. I really can't wait. I I love the show so much. I wonder if they're gonna do I guess it depends on Netflix, but do like another summer release because I think that um that was good for them yeah I think I think I said this before but I think like the shows that are really big on Netflix I think they try to sort of like keep the hype going as long as possible I would imagine so that people stay subscribed to them um like one other Netflix hit that I absolutely loved is The Crown and They put out a season, like, every two years at this point, I feel like. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Like, it's ridiculously long between seasons. But the show is, like, I mean, it was made for me. It's, like, about the royal family. It's, like, drama. It's, like, really well done, too. Like, it's also just a good show. I don't know if you watch it, but I highly recommend it. I tried to the first season, and I got kind of bored. I feel bad because I know everyone loves it. No, I mean, that's fair. (laughs) Not everyone has to love it. But if you're into... Like, even if if you're into period pieces, I would say it's kind of interesting, but... I think this, it is kind of like a slow burn, you know, you have to like get into it. Um, and I think I have like a unhealthy fascination with the Royal family too, which doesn't Oh, help. no, I think that's, I mean, if you look at it, like they're a drama, they do have a lot of stuff. I mean, they have so much family drama. It's like kind of amazing. I mean, it yeah, makes me feel just... better about my own life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like these people are like the most powerful people and richest people in England and even they have like stupid family drama. So there you go. You can't get away from it. You can't. It's real. Um, So I mentioned the last episode um, that I have um, designed. Designed is a little much. I'm not she by Shrey, but... um, (laughs) I've actually produced some products related to the store. Like uh, I'm related to the show, like team Ben and team Paxton shirts and a plowed by Paxton um, shirt and some other stuff. And you can find that by going to the link tree in my Instagram bio. I will try to make it more clear for people also. Um, And you can follow me on Instagram at Project Mindy. Um, I'd love to hear what people want to see next because obviously never have I ever as wrapped up. Um, Indra, why don't you tell everyone about your podcast? Thank you. My podcast is Family Karma Cast. I co-host it with my friend Deanna and um, we talk about lots of stuff pop culture wise. Definitely a lot of stuff that's going on in like the South Asian American pop culture space, but other stuff as well. 
Um, so you can find that anywhere you get your podcast. And then you can also follow us on social media at Family Karma Cast with a K. Um, yeah. So thanks for talking about this season with me. It was super fun. Oh, yeah. So fun. I love, as I said, I love the show and I love digging into it more as well. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.